Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the show that's on in the afternoon. We've got an awesome show to end the week today, I think, man. Super cool, yeah. Very accomplished gentleman in studio here with us. Uh, in just a couple of minutes, we are going to introduce you to Greg Leonard. He is an author and historian, among lots of other things. Yeah, absolutely. Lots of other things. Very accomplished guy. Um, so we're going to talk to him about the book that's out now, mm-hmm. uh, which is Hastings, Florida's Potato Capital. And he's going to be speaking on this book as well tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And so, Norma D is very exciting. That's right. So we're going to talk about the book. We're going to talk about some of the amazing history that I guarantee you did not know about Hastings and uh, a whole lot more. This is going to be a great conversation. I love our conversations about Hastings. It is yeah. such an important piece of our community. I love it. And it's making a very big comeback in some very important ways right yeah. now. So, uh, yeah, love what's happening down there and excited to uh, introduce you guys to Greg if you don't know him already. Um, Before we get into our conversation today, I will remind you that our friends at Nissan of St. Augustine help power these conversations for us each and every day. Uh, They offer you great cars. They have great people on their staff, and they also offer great value. The only thing they're missing right now is you. They vow to be attentive, honest, and straightforward with you throughout your auto purchase and your ownership experience. They proudly serve motorists in St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Ponte Vedra Beach, and Palm Coast with quality new and certified pre own Nissan cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, and all sorts of makes and models of vehicles as well. If you are in the market for another vehicle, it's time, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't keep dumping all that money into the car that you're driving now. It's going to cost you more than just going out and getting a new vehicle. Mm-hmm. So stop by and see our friends at Nissan of St. Augustine. You could have your new vehicle in your driveway tonight. They make it so simple, and uh, they want you to be happy. They want you to be impressed, and they are doing very good at fulfilling that mission. they got a sales center that's open seven days a week until 8 p.m. for your convenience. They are Nissan of St. Augustine. We love them, and you will, too. Also, big shout-out to our friends at All American Air. For 43 years here in St. Augustine and our surrounding areas, they've been serving us and keeping us cool and comfortable in our homes. Um, they do everything from warranty and non-warranty service work on all makes and models of AC units to preventative maintenance service agreements, new construction installations, and everything under the sun as far as your AC is concerned. They also now are offering home appliance repairs. I love this. This is awesome. This is a great addition uh, to the expertise they already have with your AC. Uh, Ice makers, dishwashers, dryers, freezers, uh, garbage disposals, Mm -hmm. you name it, they can help you with it down there at All American. Experts out there as far as uh, your home is concerned. Well, they got the expert. They got Matthew, right? I know. Matthew. Matthew's their guy. Yeah. He's been doing this for a long time. He knows his stuff. Uh, 904-461-0070 for All American Air. And then, of course, our friends at Ah, Mara Med Spa. If you are craving the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation, Ah, Mara Med Spa is your answer. From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, Ah, Ah. Mara's experts will personalize a plan just for you. You can enhance your natural beauty with Botox, dermal fillers, laser treatments, or a whole range of other services that they offer. Uh, Experience top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility. Feel refreshed and revitalized at Ah, Mara Med Spa. 2100 A1A Suite 2, A1A South Suite 2. Greg, you got to admit that that whole uh, commercial read makes you just totally relaxed. Yeah. 
You just feel oh. so relaxed going on. <laughs> See, it. See, it's the Zen moment. <laughs> we are sitting in here, of course, with Greg Leonard today, author, historian, and much, much more. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, not only his book that is out now, Hastings, Florida's Potato Capital, uh, but also uh, discuss some of the history of Hastings, as well as uh, give you an opportunity to figure out when he's going to speak on Hastings as well. So, Greg, thank you for joining us this afternoon. We're very excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course. Um, so let's get right into it. Um, uh, tell people a little bit about your background as a historian uh, and as an author. Well, I'm, I'm fourth generation St. John's County, um, and uh, my great-grandfather and grandmother came down here by steamship in eighteen in the 1880s. And uh, I've always had a, an appreciation and affection for the people that braved Florida in the days before it was opened up by the railroads in particular, and certainly the automobile, because first of all, it was every, the travel was primarily by boat to get here, mm-hmm. whether you were uh, traveling on the ocean or on the St. John's River. Um, so that's, that's always been an appeal to me. I very much am a fan of old Florida and the beauty of, of Florida, the natural beauty of Florida. Um, and some that comes into play somewhat in the book as well, because if you really think about the essence of Florida, there, there is so much, so much beauty, the springs, the extremely rich plant life and animal life in the state. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that, that I kind of grew up running through the jungle, so to speak, in I the like swamp, swamps of Florida. And Tarzan was one of my favorite, uh, movie series that you would see over and over again because it a lot of it was filmed in florida certainly the johnny weissmuller stuff was filmed down around uh uh, silver springs and in that area so anyway it was easy to get into an appreciation for what what florida was really like before um certainly what we know as florida today took place and um so I, I grew up here primarily in St. Augustine. My grandparents uh, lived in Hastings. I did my great-grandparents, and my father worked in Hastings. So I, I knew the area. I went there frequently. Um, I left here in the um, late 60s, went to college in California, but came back after college and found myself um, kind of wondering what my career was going to be. And I landed in this little startup company called Tree of Life, that uh, was just getting started. That was 1974. Um, it was still a small company, but it later became the first nationwide wholesale distributor of natural and organic foods. Yeah. So I had the pleasure of being involved in the kind of the, the whole journey to mainstream uh, success. Well, not just involved. Of, you were, I mean, you were really one of the founders, right? Of well, I, I would not give myself that credit. I will tell you, I will tell you that. <laughs> well, I'm sir, giving you the credit. You can take it. You're welcome to take it. By the, mid, by the <laughs> mid-70s, I was in charge of purchasing, uh, which meant that I got to work with all of the uh, startup companies that were all small companies at that time that, that you know, then became uh, common brands you now see in Publix, whether it's Amy's and Amy's Pizza or yeah. Organic Valley and their farming uh, products. So it was fun to work with because you work with the principals, you know, with Dr. Bronner and, you know, yeah, all, all yeah. of these interesting and sometimes eccentric people, but people that really believed in a holistic lifestyle. So it was a great journey. And I spent 40 years in that. And, and also, it's really where I developed some of my skills that helped me write this book. Okay. Because I, I was involved with sales and marketing um, and, you know, had to develop some communication skills, both visually and in terms of speaking. 
Um, so all of that ha- served me well, both in terms of my business career, projects like the book, and even the volunteer work I do today. Because at this point in my life journey, I'm, I'm very much involved in very various community service projects. And the Hastings Project, which to me, I call it a project because it's, it's something that every day I think about and, and think about it in the larger perspective of where it started. Um, and, and frankly, now where I think many of us see it going, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is exciting that the count, the St. John's County and the, the staff at, at the county are really focusing attention. The county commission is focusing attention on providing new resources to that part of the county. Big time. Um, Southwest St. John's County is a, is a world into itself and it's not just like every other part of the county. Uh, and as my book points out, there's such a rich history there that deserve to be told. And uh, hopefully other people will later write other books on that area because it certainly isn't meant to be the only story to tell. Um, but someone's got to step up and do that work. There you go. Well, uh, you mentioned how special it is. And um, obviously, you know a ton about the history. So why was Hastings created? Mm. And what, in your opinion, does make it such a special place? Well, it's interesting when I when I tell the uh, when I present the history, um, I always start with the context of how primitive Florida was. Uh, if you go back, I, as as I told you earlier, I'm 75 years old, and if I simply flip that and go 75 years before I was born, that takes me back to 1873 when the largest city in the state of Florida was Key West. And why was Key West the largest city? Because at that time, transportation was driven by steamships, steamboats, boat traffic, mm. and, and international or, or, or uh, shipping commerce out of Key West to the Caribbean, South America, Central America, uh, New Orleans, etc. cetera. Um, but the railroads didn't arrive until, for all intents and purposes, the early uh, 1880s. Uh-huh. And then the railroads really opened up access to larger parts of Florida. And then, of course, finally it became the, um, the, the development of roads because roads, frankly, were not really very well developed until after the beginning of the 20th century. I mean, there were a lot of trails still mm. and, and very primitive roads between places like Hastings and St. Augustine or Palatka or whatever it might be. In fact, Palatka, in, if I go back to the uh, 1876 metaphor, was the seventh largest city in the state of Florida. Really? So, oh. so, so there are a lot, a lot of things you just, in today's world, uh, you just don't realize where we've come from and, and how things have evolved. Yeah. Um, so anyway, going back to that, Hastings really started because of Henry Flagler. Okay. Mm. Um, Flagler, of course, and there's a, a, a great story around Flagler's developing uh, uh, his aha moment about what he could do in Florida. I think he had become maybe a little bit bored with his great success with his partner, John D. Rockefeller and the Standard Oil Company and wanted a new challenge. And he came down here originally in around 1877, 1878. The books don't all unify on that point because his wife had health issues. Uh, he came back later with enthusiasm in the uh, 1882 period. Still before the railroad. And, and, oh, yes. Yeah, wow. And, um, and, and he discovered that by 1882, 1883, St. Augustine had 
was starting to attract wealthy people who wanted to get away from northern winters, and they could come down here by steamship. They could afford it, mm -hmm. and they would come to St. Augustine, and there um, were, by that time, uh, good accommodations available, uh, but there wasn't a whole lot to do. And when he came down here and he saw that and he knew he had, he had the resources, he decided to build a grand hotel, which I also find interesting because it wasn't just a grand hotel. It literally was recognized as the finest hotel in America right. when it opened in 1888. Yeah. Um, finer than the Palace Hotel in San Francisco, finer than the Waldorf Astoria in New York City, than the Palmer House in Chicago. I mean, it's just fascinating that it, for that moment in time, St. Augustine had arrived. Yeah. Um, so that's fascinating. But one of the key things he needed for his hotel was fresh vegetables. Mm. He didn't want to just offer canned foods. He had no interest in that type of cuisine, which, frankly, was common in the winter. Yeah. Uh, so he invited a cousin, a distant cousin, Thomas Horace Hastings, to come to St. John's County and set up a farm. He bought what one book had called a square mile, 1,569 acres in the Hastings, what became Hastings. Um, and... Uh, established a model farm there um, and started supplying vegetables both to the Ponce de Leon Hotel and other Flagler hotels. So there's that Flagler connection that really is what caused Hastings specifically to happen. The other thing that I always feel is important to say about Hastings is it's not just Hastings. It's that whole area around Hastings. There were, you know, there are all these communities that were a part of. I see Hastings as like the hub of a wheel in which there was Federal Point, Orange Mills, Spuds, all these other communities that fed into it mm -hmm. and for which it was really the center of commerce. It's where the railroad, you know, the primary rail station was for loading all your produce in the market. Okay. That would make um, sense. So, so I guess. That answers your question, at mm -hmm. least, about how did Hastings get started. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it was basically just started to fuel the hotels with, with fresh food. That's very, very interesting. Well, and the, it was and the, the capital of the southwest yeah. part. That's awesome, Well, too. and the flip side of that was, you know, uh, of course, we all know Flagler's um, development of what became the Florida East Coast Railway. And um, he did, he originally got into the railroad business because the, primitive railroads of the time in the early 1880s uh the mid even the mid 1880s they were even they were called narrow gauge they weren't uh sufficient um to um, really meet the needs of his hotels the construction materials because remember after he built the the uh, Ponce de Leon hotel it didn't take long for him to start going down to Ormond Beach and and of course Palm Beach and eventually Miami by the end of the 1890s and then to Key West and you know, at the, at the end of that journey. Mm -hmm. Um, so the, um, the, the railroads became an important part of how to build those, uh, businesses. But then the railroads became also, um, a source of revenue, um, for themselves through hauling produce and freight. So he was very interested. I mean, why have a freight station in Hastings? It was all about loading freight primarily, though people certainly who lived in the Hastings and Elkton area would travel to St. Augustine by rail for the day, or they traveled to Palatka by rail for the day. It was all okay. very convenient. Yeah. There wasn't really any 
good road in St. Johns County until the Dixie Highway opened around 1916. Wow. And, and, and that's really some 20 plus years after um, there was a railroad going through the Hastings area. So talk to me about uh, as you're gathering some of this information and uh, as a historian, what, what kind of challenges did you face in gathering this information um, and then compiling it into something that people could digest? Yeah. Well, the original, <laughs> it's so funny how these things evolve in, 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 uh, as life goes along. Um, I was concerned, I, uh, observing after the fire in Hastings in the 1980s, which took out a good bit of Main Street and which really at least largely stopped any real commercial development right downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I felt it was really important to remind people where the community came from. You, you, you know, it's really always important to know where you come from, right? As sure. people and as communities, because mm-hmm. uh, it's part of helping do in, include that in where you're going. Um, so, what I initially did, because I had developed these uh, presentation skills in my business career, was I went to the uh, Hastings Public Library um, and discovered there was a group there called the Friends of the Library that was largely made up of men and women who were um, elders in the community and who were associated in almost universally with the founding families of the community. Now, this goes back to 2004, 2005. Okay. And uh, they were intrigued by a project. And my intent at that point in time was to put together a PowerPoint presentation, which I did, and which was delivered ultimately at the uh, old Hastings High School building on the same stage where my father graduated. (laughs) Wow. Um, and in 2005 and again in 2006, um, and it was, you know, I had hundreds of images of, of, of the evolving community. And I, uh, working with the friends of the library there and the volunteer group that was part of that, I was able to accumulate 1,400 images of families, places, uh, and, and important people in the community, which I was able to use to put together that story on the, on, I actually called it a homecoming for the community. Okay. Um, and, and it was, it was extremely well attended, lots of fun. And I thought that was the end of the journey, showing, doing this PowerPoint presentation and, and share and reminding people of their roots, so to speak, right? Well, uh, flash forward 12, 13 years and I'm, Paying a visit to our friends down at the St. Augustine um, Historical Historical Research Library, great folks down there, great place to visit. And I was noticing um, a, a book that um, was about to be published, uh, a series, another book in a series of uh, histories of St. Augustine told in postcards Ooh, by wow. a woman named Beth Rohera, and. Um, I, she was going to do a presentation at the library down near DuPont Center. So I went down and watched her do that, and I was intrigued by it. And um, I thought, 
oh, well, I already have all these photo images and I've already created this PowerPoint. I can turn this into a book and it's going to be a walk in the park. It's going to be so easy to make a book out of this. <laughs> of course, right? Every time you say that, though, it's never as easy as you thought it would be, though, right? So, so, you know, I end up spending a year and a half of intense time. And, and oddly enough, as much as the pandemic was a tragedy for for people and for our country and, and for, the, for the global environment. Um, I was working from home during the pandemic, so it gave me um, a relatively easy path to be able to concentrate my time on this book. Yeah. Um, so that, that's how we got to the book. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why, it's, why it's there. I have enjoyed uh, sharing the stories in the book. At interesting places. I've done it with, for the St. Augustine Historical Society's groups, um, gatherings, and they have nice gatherings and regular presentations here in St. Augustine. Um, I did, I've done it in Palatka. I think Palatka has another fascinating but very different story. I even went down to Willaka, yeah, which, yeah. Is, which is a small <laughs> town that's about to go through huge changes because mm-hmm. of uh, what's couple of thousand acre acquisition, you know, give or take by the owner of Bass Pro Shops. And, and, you know, given that Wallach is the bass capital of the world kind of thing, um, it's going to take this small town and 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 change it and and hopefully in ways that will be nothing but for the better. But but I I, I, they found it fascinating. And and so this it always kind of one thing leads to another. But um Saturday, tomorrow at 1.30 p.m. Uh, in what I call the North Room of Norma D's Restaurant on Main Street in Hastings, I will be presenting this book for the first time to the residents of Hastings. Now, Great. many, many of them have purchased the book. Okay. Um, I, I told you earlier that because Hastings at this moment in time is such a small town, when I took it to a publisher that was willing to publish it, they weren't willing to publish it at their own expense because they didn't know where the, who the market was. Sure. And I was confident um, that that Hastings story and connections to the Hastings area and Northeast Florida ran so deep, not just in Northeast Florida, but all over the country that there'd be a market for it. So I, I said, well, if I buy 500 copies up front, will you publish it for me? Um, which uh, they said, sure, if you're willing to step up and do that, we'll, we'll print right. it. They saw that you believed in it. Yeah. So, so I went through the process of creating it. But the community, and when I say the community, I mean families, individuals that live in southwest St. Johns County, but also people related to that community one way or another all over the country embrace the book. So I had no trouble selling all those copies and getting, getting, getting my money back. It was never about making money, but it was about wanting to do it and, and hopefully, you know, break even, so to speak yeah, on it. Yeah. And get the story and get, get the, the story out, out you know? Yeah. So yeah. anyway, it, 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 I have to tell you doing a project like that, it, obviously, it, it, it's gratifying and, and it's, it's wonderful to see a community um, enjoy what you've spent your time to do. Yeah, it's got to be one of the most rewarding parts about something like this. Now, um, the revitalization efforts happening in Hastings right mm. now. This is good. Speaking of communities that are going to be going through a lot of changes here soon, Hastings is going to be one of those. Um, how are you 
how do you like the revitalization so far? What do you see in the future? Uh, what do you think about all the revitalization going on in that Hastings area? Well, I'm excited. Uh, I, I first got excited when um, uh, I learned that the old Stanton Motors building had been purchased and was being renovated, and I mm-hmm. met the young couple that uh, had stepped up and, and done that and what their plans were for it. I know that you've had Jenna on here and, and probably will have her on again next week, I believe, mm-hmm. um, and her husband, Alan. Mm-hmm. Um, nice people, and uh, people. Uh, and I so much appreciate uh, uh, like it or not, it takes money to make change, mm-hmm. and they they were the first to really step up with an eye towards being willing to put their dollars into um, downtown Hastings, yeah. right? Um, and of course, as we all know, the town of Hastings, legally at least, uh, was dissolved a few years ago, and it it needed to be because. As things had changed so dramatically over the years for Hastings, going from a town made up of 1,200 people, 13, 1,400 people at one point in time, and lots of small 40, 50, 60, 80 acre farms into a bunch of consolidated farms, fewer landowners, lower tax base, not enough money to be able to fund maintaining the infrastructure of the town. I understand why it was necessary to do that and Mm -hmm. why, frankly, it was so overwhelmingly approved by the residents to do it. Mm -hmm. But now the county has stepped in and they are, of course, we all know how much St. John's County is changing uh, and it just continues to evolve and grow and attract people uh, to new residents. And Southwest St. John's County is not going to be excluded from that. And the county, uh, those, our county commissioners, county staff, they're, they're beginning to focus attention over there. They recently have made a significant investment in the water and sewage treatment infrastructure. And now next week they have a planned open house to show, um, drawings for a new Hastings Community Center and Library. That's on Thursday of next week. Great. Um, from 10 a.m., I believe it is, until noon. And that event is going to be held at the um, the old Hastings High School building, which is where the current public library is. That's a very historic building built in 1925. Um, and I certainly encourage anyone with an interest in the community to attend that, see what's planned. That building, as I understand it, is going to be uh, built between now and this time next year, by the way, not way out in the future, but in the near future, on the footprint where the original um, Hastings Community Center was located. That was a a works project, a WPA uh, building built around 1933 that that was demolished in, in the 80s. Um, it's where the old fire station used to be, among other things. There was a canning business there during the Depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be right downtown, um, uh, right adjacent to Stanton Motors and across the street from another one of the buildings that's being renovated. There's also uh, – so, so if anyone who's listening to this uh, this broadcast has an interest in in the future of Hastings, please come and see that piece of the future and comment on what you think of what's being proposed. It certainly is a great resource, a great asset. I'm, I'm really delighted to see the county uh, stepping up and, and really helping that community begin to come alive. 
Yeah, it's very uh, important for that. And there are a lot, of, frankly, sure. there's still a lot of wonderful families and people that have been there for generations that, that really deserve the services that they're now starting to receive. Yeah. Hey, Greg, is there any pushback with the revitalization? Is there any like uh, is there any overgrowth that you're looking into? Like, you know what I mean? Are you is there any caution to the wind with any of this? Well, I I, I have to say I'm not I'm not in the midst of what of that dynamic. And that's kind of the way I look at it. I, I do recognize that there that Southwest St. John's County's history and its current uh, footprint, that whole area, is still an agricultural community, and the land is largely agricultural land. And there's a understandable, um, um, I, don't, I don't even think, I'm not going to call it, uh, call it friction, mm. but where there are those that want to preserve the agricultural identity uh, are sensitive about what growth looks like in the area, Yeah. Mm-hmm. what residential growth looks like. I, I jokingly, and I, I said this to my wife yesterday, I want to see the Publix go in to Hastings. Right, that's a lot, yeah. And, 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 and I, I use Publix as an example because as I observed St. John's County's growth, Publix is the brand that puts a store in anytime they know something's going to happen before yep. it happens. Yep. Right, you're right. Sometimes right. right across the street from each other. It's amazing. <laughs> right. They right. become the Starbucks of like grocery stores. Right, right, right. 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 So, so if, if we get to a point where, boom, a Publix drops into Hastings, you know something's going then on. we'll know yeah. that there's momentum. And hopefully it's going to be momentum that respects the agricultural heritage of Southwest St. John's County, while mm-hmm. at the same time helping build the, the the base of residents and giving really more full and robust services, because frankly, that will cause all of that real estate along what is now Main Street to prosper again. Yes. And that, to me, will be a wonderful day for St. John's County and for the people that have labored many years to see that happen again. Because it's been 40 years since the fire, and, and it, it, uh, it, it it's that part of the story is heartbreaking, but I think the future is bright, but it's going to take a lot of work, and it's going to take um, – a lot of collaboration in order to navigate to that bright future. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Greg, I got to thank you so much for coming in yeah. and sharing what I'm sure is just a sliver of the wealth of knowledge you have uh, on this area. If people want to learn more, um, read into more of the information that you've compiled, the history of Hastings, where do they find the book? Well, of course, it's available online, um, whether you buy it directly from Arcadia Publishing out of Charleston, South Carolina, or you can buy it on Amazon. Um, if you come to the event tomorrow, you can buy a copy and I'll sign it for you. Oh, that's Great. awesome. Yeah. And I have a lot of uh, other, because I consider um, sharing this story in the in the the hub, that town that was the center of all of this action, I have some special um, extra elements to share that people have not seen. Um, So I I encourage anyone with even a remote interest in this topic to come out for an outing tomorrow. There apparently is a a pop-up market going on in the um, Stanton, the former Stanton Motors building. You can see what they've done in the renovation there. There's going to be antiques for sale, arts and crafts, things like that going on in the morning. And then, uh, as I said earlier, 
I'm scheduled to do this presentation at Normandy's at 1.30 p.m. on Saturday, June 24th, and I've been looking forward to it ever since I was invited. Awesome. Well, I know they're looking forward to having you, and uh, we appreciate you so much for coming and spending some time with us. This it's afternoon. been my pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you for your time. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah, this is awesome. Man, so cool. I love listening about the history because there's just so many nuances. Every time we talk about Hastings, that something is uncovered. I just I think it's awesome. Yeah. And and just moving forward, it's going to be a great, great place. And I think Greg's right. The integration in St. John's County, the reintegration, I guess, in St. John's County is going to be so important for them. Man. And we're so yeah. excited about what's going on up there. Cool, man. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, speaking of history, we've got a whole lot of history here ourselves. Yes, we do. And one of the best ways to see it is aboard the Old Town Trolleys here in St. Augustine. And if you didn't know, a significant part of Old Town Trolley's philosophy is to give back to the communities in which they operate. Old Town Trolley is proud to offer their sincere appreciation and support to our St. John's County schools, as well as organizations like Patriot Service Dogs, which is a 904-based 501c3 organization. And they help place service dogs with returning veterans in need. It's a really important uh, organization, and Old Town Trolley recognizes that, and they're proud to support those folks. They also offer uncountable transportation donations to many local fundraisers and events like uh, the 4th of July, uh, Light Up the Night, the Beach Blast Off, and many more. Um, Check them out today, and make sure you get your free Hometown Pass as well by going to hometownpass.com. They are the green trains. They are the best trains. They're Old Town Trolley. And Panache, uh, a, a Veda Salon and Spa, they offer a wide array of spa services that will transport you to a state of pure bliss. Choose from their soothing massages and expertly crafted and melt away tension and restore balance. Expertise in healing powers of their facials and Aveda's renowned botanical products to reveal your skin's natural radiance. Their skilled estheticians will guide you through treatments and body wraps, scrubs, exfoliants, leaving you feel refreshed and renewed. At Panache and Aveda Salon, they believe that self-care is an essential part of a balanced lifestyle. Their dedicated team is passionate about helping you achieve a sense of well-being and confidence that radiates with them. Check them out today. Go to getpanache.com and get with it, Lou. Also, big shout out to our friends at Bin 39 Wine Bar, where you are most definitely going to find your new favorite wine. If you haven't been out there already, you're really missing out. They are, of course, a unique wine bar located in the lobby of the St. George Inn in downtown St. Augustine. They've been offering a cozy atmosphere for intimate unwinds and casual hangs since 2016, uh, with a selection of over 85 wines, including 50 of those rated over 90 points by Robert Parker. Bin 39 specializes in boutique wines that offer great value. Value. They're open daily from 8 to 8. Their wine bar features live music on the patio uh, from 1 to 7. Visitors can enjoy a vibrant setting and indulge in a unique experience by saying, I'll, I'll have, have what Irving's having. And then he's going to bring you out a bunch of wines. Yeah. Oh, flight. It's very almost, cool. It's almost like a life hack at this wine place. Just say, <laughs> I'll have what Irving's having, and you're just going to get a bunch of wine. Well, you can get a special glass, just one glass. You don't have to buy the whole bottle. That's what makes them right. so special. Yeah. Yeah. We love them out there. Yeah. I can't wait for our next wine tasting, by the way. Oh, that's coming up. Those are always fun. July, yep. <laughs> Boy, those wines get you those wines get you loopy quick, man. Yes, wow. <laughs> they don't call it happy hour for nothing. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, well, we don't call horoscopes happy hour ever because nope, they're we not don't. happy. <sighs> Except for yesterday. They were kind of good yesterday. They were inspiring, yeah. Hopefully yours <sighs> is gonna be good today. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Capricorn and myself, Pisces, on deck. Blake, can we get some horoscope music, sir? All right, wonderful, beautiful. Capricorn. 
Your ambition and workaholic nature will lead to burnout and a complete lack of work-life balance. Oh, That's all of us today, though, right? <laughs> but hey, at least you'll be successful if success is what you care about. Mm. Yeah. How about family? Yeah, seriously, it should be first. Pisces, here we go. Your dreamy nature will cause you to be consistently lost in your own thoughts. Mm. Yeah, that's every day. <laughs> Reality is overrated anyway, right? Sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes yeah. it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to live in your own delusions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what do we got coming up for events? Okay, real quick, Concerts on the Plaza. We got to give a good uh, blessing to this one. Our buddy Dewey Vaya Band oh, yeah. will be playing in the plaza. This is Thursday, save the date, Thursday, June 29th from 6 to 8 p.m. I hope this is a, a definitely going to be a dry event, Dewey. I'm praying yeah, for man. you, buddy. Fingers <laughs> crossed, man. Jeez, we want to see Dewey in the plaza. Yeah. Don't be so quick to cancel it. I got to say, they canceled it very, very early yesterday in St. Augustine. It wasn't even raining at 6 o'clock. I have to tell you, there's been a lot of things that have been canceling because of rain and they, you gotta it remember, rain. it's yeah. Florida. It rains for right. ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, give it a chance, guys. Don't yeah. cancel until like literally twenty minutes before the thing is supposed to go off. Because especially for Dewey. <laughs> yeah, especially for Dewey. Damn it, I love Dewey. <laughs> uh, hey, save the date, July seventh from five to nine p.m. Old Historic Art District First Friday Art Walk. Discover yeah. Abilene Street, where to better kick off First Friday Art Walk evening on the oldest street in the nation, in the heart of St. Augustine's old art district go check that out they've got some really exciting new artists that they're featuring some locals some some national touring ones uh there's galleries all up and down that street you can uh check them out on uh old historic art district first friday art walk i love avalice street i used to live on avalice street you did right yeah yeah, yeah. parents had a little apartment on avalice street all the cool kids yeah yeah, some good stuff going on this weekend. Of course, we've got the Hastings uh, Market that's going to be happening tomorrow, right after yeah. Greg's speech. Yes. And then as well as uh, the Great Race. That's going to be that's a, right. Yeah, just a gentle reminder. It's going to be Field. very special. Yeah, man. Cool. Hey, speaking of special, got to give a big shout out to our friend Mark Bailey at the Bailey Group. <laughs> Great interview earlier this week. I would encourage everybody to go uh, watch that interview with Mark and Greg uh out there from right wasn't yeah. it a great interview it was great he was said right. he was nervous I, th- I th- thought he was a perfect interview I'm like Mark it was perfect yeah. he's like oh I, I, w- I want to talk more I'm like then come back everybody's <laughs> nervous coming in here we're obviously very intimidating baby I don't know why I don't get it I love Mark <laughs> <laughs> but hey no matter where you want to go Mark Bailey and the Bailey Group want to help you get there together uh their first priority is helping you take care of yourself and your family they want to get to learn more about your personal situation identify your dreams and goals things like your risk tolerance that all helps them put together the perfect plan for you long-term relationships that encourage open and honest communication have been the cornerstone of their foundation of success from day one check them out today give them a call let them change your life 904-461-1800 and the United Way of St. John's County needs your help. Whether you choose to donate your time, talent, or resources, your contribution makes a tangible difference. Together, they can create a brighter future for everyone in St. John's County. Join St. John's County United Way today and be a part of the change. Together, we can build a stronger, healthier, and more prosperous community for us all. Visit them today at unitedway-sjc.org and get with it. United go. Way. Oh, that was for Panache, but you know what I meant. I was like, wait, I'm looking at the camera. I'm doing good with it. It's Friday. It's Friday. We're in the home stretch, man. Take us home, Davey Hartzell. All righty. Okay. This person roasts Disneyland for food fails. Okay. 
All I was right. just watching a bunch of documentaries on Disney last night. This is uh, get, this, this one's going to get messy. So this first one is a, bl- a blue hot dog with a blue cheese sauce. She's, yeah, we're going to watch this live Gosh, if we're getting an upset stomach. Horrible, yeah, actually. Next up, all of the Globe Knights Typhoon Lagoon, and this looks like a snake. It just looks poisonous. The, you know what uh, I mean? It's just yeah. yeah not, Apparently they're hot dogs. Not very, uh, not very good at Disney. I'm still going with hot dogs here. Daisy what dressed up as a dog. On? This is a fifteen dollar hot dog. No, it's not. Yeah, can you imagine? No. No, it's not. It dog costs is, them 30 cents to make that stupid hot seriously, dog. Seriously, the dog, dog is like dehydrated and covered in <laughs> chips know, for like 15 bucks. It looks like a hot dog, doesn't it? Yeah. Jeez. Next up is a carne asada. $54. Get out of here, Disney. <laughs> That's why you got to eat local, everybody. That's right. Bring your own food. Smuggle some food into Disney next time you go. <laughs> Granola bar. Jeez. Next up, chocolate cake donut holes with energy bites. This just doesn't look sure. good. Yeah. Yeah. Next up, spicy chili cheese churro. What? For seven bucks. Yeah, they don't look happy with that either. No. And what about this guacamole for $14? And this is the size? Get out of here. It's like somebody dropped a chip and just stuck it in there. Yeah. Get out of here, man. (laughs) Oh, next up, signature gumbo. Now, what gumbo do you see that's going to be gray? (laughs) It's going to be red. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got problems, Disney. We got problems. Taco Tuesday's gone down south for them, too. 30 bucks for some tacos that look like the uh, tortillas weren't even, they just took them out of the package. Didn't even heat them up. No good, man. Finishing off with truffle mac and cheese. This is just. I don't even know what that is. It looks like vomit. Messy. Well, now we definitely not, know not to eat at Disney. Not eating at Disney. Disney. food. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you. It's been a fun show. Uh, it's been a fun week of shows. Awesome, yeah. Um, thank you again to Greg for coming in. Greg Leonard. you got to check him out tomorrow. Norma D's Hastings, 1.30. Uh, thank you for rallying up some great information for us this week, Davey. Thank you to uh, Blake for pressing all the buttons here for us this afternoon. I hope you guys have a great, great weekend. And we'll look forward to talking to you Monday. Stay fast, cheese bags.